Welcome, everybody, to the Storyline Podcast. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with our host, Sue Murata. Hi, Sue. Hi, Chris. How are you today? Good. It's the official launch of the Storyline Podcast. I'm excited to unpack all that we have today for... Oh, I'm super excited. We've talked about yeah. it and talked about it. I'm ready to share it. Yes, I love that. Um, maybe just a little background. Maybe you can give us some background on Storyline and uh, what the heck this is. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Storyline is very organic. It it followed a company I started called Plotline. Mm. Uh, story's always been really important to me. I'm a journalist mm, nice. for 30 plus years. Mm. Um, and I was living out a story that I didn't like. Mm. Um, I created a persona that other people liked. Mm -hmm. And I interviewed people and I lived vicariously through others. And tried to make my world, tried to make my story be a story that I could be proud of, that others would praise me for. And it was really just awful, sluggish way to live. You know, I wasn't being authentic. And being a writer, I kind of branched out and I really wanted to write my story. Um, and I have I have a I have a history of child childhood abuse and um abuse from my brother. And in my 30s, I was 32 to be exact. I was like, okay, I, I, this isn't going away. I, I need to talk about it. So mm. I talked to my mom mm. and that was kind of like a breakthrough. I talked to a good friend. I thought, you know, I'm going to write a book about this. And I always call it my baby memoir. Mm. I, I, I created a business called Plotline and, and it's, you know, we all have a plotline. We all have a story. And what I began to believe is that we can't change the plot. Mm -hmm. We can't change what happened to us, but we can for sure rewrite the narration. And so I wrote this little book where I talked a little bit about it, but really still very worried about what people thought about me and, and all that. And so I did that. I just kept healing. I kept seeking out, um, having conversations with people, really admiring people who were authentic and living authentically. So I wrote that book, published that book. I wrote a fiction thriller that actually is mm. about sexual abuse. Mm. Um, and it was fun. I've never written fiction until then. And, you know, that's when you can go, ah, what would it be like to yeah, like right. kill this person? <laughs> it was <laughs> right. very cathartic, right? Uh, I yeah, can't right. do that in a memoir because I haven't killed anybody, but Right. Um, so mm. I did that and I grew a little bit more. Mm. Um, I was invited to be a part of an anthology, uh, with a group of women across the country that wrote about reclaiming their voice. Mm. And I thought, you know, that's it. I don't have my own voice. Mm. Voices is really important. I was really like, um, you know, you and I have joked about this, but whose line is it anyway? Like I'm speaking, but mm. whose line is it? Right. And uh, mm. I I then sat down for a year and worked on my memoir, which is coming out September 8th. Mm. And that's true. That's authentic. That's my story. And it's a, it's a tragic story, but it's also a very hopeful story. And yeah. it's a transformative story. Um, I met you through another friend up yeah. in uh, North Dakota. We got together for a work meeting. 
uh, she's like, you, you need to meet somebody. And mm. so, I mean, that's why I say this whole thing is so organic. Yeah. Uh, you and I started talking and, and you're like, what's your vision? I, I, I remember you saying, <laughs> uh, what if blank happened, the world would be a better place. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, easy. If everyone could truly tell their authentic story, the world would be a better place. Mm. And that's where we're at today. And I we're going to talk yeah. about storyline. So plotline's my company. Yeah. But yeah. we came story up line. with storyline. <laughs> yes. Well, I love that there is, um, I, I related to so much of what you said, just in, um, there are stories that we are born into, mm-hmm. um, you know, our parents sort of pass on a, a storyline <clears throat> uh, yeah. or a plotline, you know, there is this is who we are in the world and you're now a part of that. Yep. And I can see where um, growing up, I, um, and in my young adult years, well, who's, who am I kidding? Even, (laughs) you know, even (laughs) still, if I, if I get honest about it, just the places where I try to fit in and blend Mm-hmm. Um, cause I don't know if people can really handle all of this, <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that's me trying to live in another story. That's not fully my story. And I think it is very cathartic to begin to mm-hmm. play with what, w- w- if I can make it anyway, what would, what story would I, would I want to live? I just, absolutely I think that would change the world too. It would. And you know, I believe every single person, I don't care who you are. I believe we all have a deep, deep mm-hmm. need to be fully known and loved anyway. And it's that loved anyway, that keeps us from really telling our story and being authentically us with all our quirks and our history Mm -hmm. and our, our desires that maybe Mm -hmm. what other people don't desire, but it's that and loved anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if that's something that comes with age, but I believe we all have it. And we, we also don't tell our story because we believe a lie that says, if we tell our story, no one will support us. Yeah, They'll turn tail and run. Mm-hmm. We'll be left all alone. And I, as a sexual abuse uh, survivor, I believe that fully. I believe my family would be upset. My friends would freak out. Everyone would just turn the other way. And then, you know, should we talk about the church? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we had lots of I mean, that. you know, I have a very strong faith, but the organized church kept me locked up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and I take that on myself. I, it was perceptions. It was, yeah. I can't be who I am Yeah. or else mm-hmm. no one will love me. And what I have discovered on this side of it, oh my gosh, the support is around every corner. Mm-hmm. Um, once you're vulnerable, people are drawn to you, just drawn to you. They crave it. Yeah. Yeah. There's real, uh, you know, I'll use the word power. There's real, as in self-empowered, there's real power in, um, owning the story and then Mm -hmm. telling the story. Like there's a, those are two different moments for me. I think, you know, there's the, um, the, the telling of it is really like, a whole new opportunity. Cause pretty, like you said, like, and if you tell it in a way that is honest and transparent and authentic, right. people are really drawn to that truth. They're like, wow, that's so brave. Yes. Courageous. Yeah. And I think that being drawn to it is that stirring, <laughs> which is why I wrote a book. Uh, the anthology I wrote was with um, a lady named Jessica Buchanan, who's a, 
a kidnapping survivor. Um, But she said a few of us um, decide to heal publicly because I wrote a book and I'm publishing that book. It's coming out. Some of us choose to heal publicly so that thousands can heal privately. And, you know, I think, what was I reading when I was locked up? And, you know, I think the power of story, whether you write it or you tell it Mm. or you have Mm. one conversation, then another, then a hundred, then a thousand, you don't have to write a book. But every time you tell your story, you empower somebody else. Yeah. 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 We, we, we even had uh, some conversations about that, like how story, what story can look like, you know, it can mm-hmm. be art. It could be, yeah. Um, it can be so many different things, but the idea that you are, that you're sharing through whatever mm-hmm. medium, through whatever expression Absolutely. tells your story for you. I mean, I think yep. that's the part that makes it empowering is mm-hmm. you're choosing how to tell that story. Yep. And the experience of telling that story, it might be a little bit it could be nervous on the front end, but there is also this sense of like, I am telling my story. There's a power that is underneath that, that yes. is compelling. Yes. It is. I think for me personally, I got tired of hiding. I I got tired of holding my breath and, and making myself small. Um, I have kids. I have a bunch. I have seven kids. I have 10 grandkids. Wow. And for me, I have all of these little people, Hmm. some are in their thirties, but they're looking at me. Hmm. They're watching how I live my life. Hmm. And that to me, in my thirties, that really got to me when I looked at my kids and I'm like, I'm holding back. I'm trying to control every situation, Hmm. you know? And so it's been difficult, but very, very fun. Hmm. And a joyful experience to Hmm. write my story, to have my kids read my story, Hmm. uh, to hear them start to seek out ways of reconciling things in their own story and learning how to tell it. It's generational. Um, I have one daughter, uh, Bree, that we're exploring the possibility of doing a podcast on generational trauma. You know, when do you stop, you know, like my mom was a very private person still is. And then I became a very private person, very gregarious, outgoing. I've always been curious and energetic, but, Mm. but kept everything close to me, not willing to share. Mm. And, and Mm. kind of tired of that. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I'm ready to break that. Yeah. 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 Tell me a little bit about, um, cause we're going to, have a community here uh, yeah. called Storyline. Absolutely. What's, tell us about your vision for the community. Yeah. Well, you know, my whole, the whole foundation of it is, is that we all know our story, right? Mm. Chris, you know, yours, I know mine. We know the details. We lived it, mm. but is the story you're telling right now lining up with the story you wish you could tell? Mm. I think we all have that story again, going back to if I could tell my true authentic story, and be loved anyway. Yeah. That's right. what I desire. And so I'm starting a community uh really just to come together as a community and explore what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it take to get to the point to be authentic in your story? Mm-hmm. And for me, over the years, and as I've gotten to this point, which I'm I have a whole journey ahead of me. 
It's, it's still not easy. I still have to make choices every day. And that's why I want to develop this community Mm -hmm. where we empower one another Mm -hmm. to strengthen our muscles in areas such as being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Like, how do we develop strength in that area of being vulnerable? I also believe in order to tell your story, community is important. You need a safe community in which you can begin to tell that story. And then I believe spirituality is important, whatever that means to you. But I think there's another uh, empowerment there in having a purpose higher than ourselves. And so a a spirituality component and then some action. We We can sit around and talk about it for days and weeks and months and years. But what are the steps we're going to take? And again, not everyone has to write a book or speak about it. But, uh, you know, at one point, and I wish I kept it up, but uh, when my first couple of grandkids were born, I started a Gmail email account for them. And my plan, and and I hope someone picks this up and does it because I got busy and didn't do it, but I started writing them emails. I started writing about the day I spent with them and about myself. Hmm. And on their 18th birthday, I wanted to give them that email with the password. Oh, cool. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. There's so many different ways to tell your story. Yeah. Um, There's have a conversation with someone at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. You know, that's part of the the benefit of community is I I really like Ram Dass's quote, you know, we're all just walking each other home. Mm -hmm. And when I think about, storyline and and people not only finding and clarifying the story they want to tell, but then living that story that there is a walking that home, that there is a, yes, it doesn't have to be a book. There are different ways you can share your story, but it's not even sharing the story. It's living the story, but let's, let's walk each other home and living the story that we want to live. And yeah, like you said, that's so important to have community that. Oh, we do. And that that's that support element. And the lie I believe for so long, and I believe so many people believe it, is there is no support. Well, in community, there is. Mm-hmm. When you find that community that's safe and uh, growing, it's not yeah. a class. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'm still on a journey. Let's just get together, together, mm-hmm. and 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 mm-hmm. explore what that can look like and grow together. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think um, what I look forward to in this podcast is the ability to explore story and vulnerability and all the things that um, go into a purpose, a higher purpose, vision, right? All, all the things that go into us living the story we want to live. Yes. So, yeah. Any so final important. words on this, on this inaugural episode? Anything? Oh, I just, just everyone who's listening, hmm. um, your story matters and and again, that's a lie that it doesn't matter that you're not doing anything significant or whatever, but your story is important. It's important to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's important to you to be authentic and live freely that way. And also to those who are in your life. So, so good. come explore with me. That's right. Let's, let's grow together. Thank, thank you, Sue, for hanging out here. I look forward to our next episode. And until then, be well. All right. Thanks, Chris.